Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Be Your Own Bank podcast. It's everybody's favorite time of the week, the weekly roundup. Hey, guys, Happy New Year. Thanks again for tuning in with the Bit Bros. We wanted to start off by giving you a little somber note that uh, Bitcoin is going to zero. What? Everyone's been seeing the price just keep going down. And I mean, that, that means it has to go to zero, right? I mean, that's the next logical place for it to go would be zero. 68,040 zero. Everybody's been saying it. So I mean, it's got to be true. And everyone who's been saying that this is going to happen is now right. Mm, that's true. They've predicted it. That's true. <laughs> Man, it's it's nice to be a contrarian sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But of course, We're not. all joking aside, Bitcoin's not going to go to zero. No. We truly don't believe this. Um, but it's it's a good example of the fact that, you know, not everything can keep going up indefinitely. Right. What Things goes have up to correct. Must come down. That's right. This is part of the natural evolution of crypto. It's just a bunch of, uh, you know, big fish, whales, if you will, who are selling a lot of their positions so that they freak you out and that you sell your positions and then they can buy yours back at a cheaper rate and then they make all the money. That doesn't sound good to me. So I'm going to stay in and yeah, you are going to have to navigate some of these corrections sometimes. That's just, just par for the course. So get used to it. Don't text me when the market goes down <laughs> and be like, Oh, how far is it going to go? Blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I can give you my best guesstimate, but Think about how, when it's going up, what are some good opportunities to take a little bit of profit here and there? Yeah. And, and don't put all your emotions into it. This has happened before. It's going to happen again. Um, we have this thing called the fear and greed index. It's at an all time low again right now. It's at a 10 out of a hundred, 10 being really fearful, hundred being very greedy. And when people are fearful, they sell. And so just like Warren Buffett says, when people get greedy, get fearful when people get fearful, get greedy. So now we're in that fear stage. Right. It might be time to maybe add a few more to your positions if, if you can. Not investing advice. Not investing advice, not right. financial advisors. But this has happened again. Yeah. And time it's and time again. again. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And the last time this happened was in like 2017 and we saw the biggest rise in Bitcoin ever. Right. Um, and we believe that this is going to happen again. We're still in a bull market. So be patient. Yeah. Even if Bitcoin goes down to 16K, I know it's scary, but even if it does, we're still in a bull market. That's how crazy this is. That's how fast it goes up and down. Yep. And it's just, it's, it's a roller coaster ride. So strap in or get out and stop looking at your notifications and quit texting me when the market <laughs> goes down. But anyways, we just want to let you know we're here for you. <laughs> And it's going to be okay. And listen to everything we say because we are not financial advisors. <laughs> That's right. Um, moving on, Congress again is in the news. Um, they had that great hearing last year. Um, no, that wasn't last year. It was last that year. It was last year. Wow. <laughs> Man, time flies. We are in 2022 <laughs> now. 2022. So they had that hearing last year. Right. Um, and trying to come up with the, you know, better regulations. That was all good. Showed that they had some some grasp on on the crypto market as a whole. Right. And they had knowledgeable or knowledge-backed questions. Um, but now we're going backwards a little bit. They're oh, going to have a hearing on Bitcoin's carbon footprint and how oh. bad it is for the environment. Oh. 
which I just feel like is a waste of time. It is. It's bad. But once again, we say this over and over again. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. By in, comparison. In, in comparison. Yeah. I mean, you know, environmentalists are like, no more plastic straws. Sure, plastic's bad. But in, in the grand scheme of things, it's not the biggest issue. It's not the thing we should be targeting. Right. When you look at Bitcoin mining, proof of work, right? That's how transactions are, are verified through this this work that computers are doing. It takes up a lot of electricity. When you, when you look at that in comparison to actual mining... It's right. negligible. Yeah, like minerals and oil yeah. and gemstones and all that. Yeah, I mean, Bitcoin is 40 million uh, tons of CO2. Tons of CO2 annually, greenhouse gases. 40 million tons seems like a lot. Yeah, I mean, when you put it that way. But if you're talking about all these actual, actual mining, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's two to five billion tons. Well, when you look when you look at that as a percentage, Bitcoin only accounts for 0.08%. So less than a tenth of a percent of the carbon emissions is Bitcoin and this is what they want to focus on. It doesn't it doesn't add up. No. It's it's kind of like a low-hanging fruit that doesn't really need to be Well, and it's picked. just it's like, come on you guys, like they they let you know the most important thing is to regulate stable coins. Why isn't that the first point of order? Why are we going why are we just it's so uh, we're the taxpayers are paying for this. So, yep. you know, I mean, we're going to pay for this hearing. It's going to take time and it's going to take resources. You know, my hope is that the hearing about the carbon footprint is short and whoever experts or panel that they bring in uses the extra time once they debunk the issues Ooh, good point. to talk about, you know, real action, real regulation is to kind of navigate them in the right yeah. spot. I like that. I think that's a good idea. Maybe. Yeah. That would be super helpful. Yeah. Cause I mean, the hearing's going to happen, so you might as well make the most of it. Um, finally in the roundup, the most ridiculous thing I thought when I first heard about it, when you sent me the article, I was like, this is stupid, but <laughs> we were going to do the research because even the most ludicrous things like Shiba Inu and Dogecoin can go to the moon. So correct. Um, just out of the news, Radio Shack has announced that they are going to create their own decentralized trading platform. Pause. You heard that right. <laughs> Radio Shack. Remember yeah. Radio Shack said nobody said nobody RC cars and batteries. I don't know what, what did they and sell? Miscellaneous wires and stuff like that. You know, Ethernet cables. Yeah, things you can all get on Amazon now. Yeah, they used to have, what, like 8,000 stores, and now it's just like an online retailer, I mean, right? Yeah, or no, do they it, still have stores? It used to be electronics and stuff like that, and VHSs, and I'm sure, and all that. I mean, I probably stepped foot in a Radio Shack three times in my life, but now I, I'm going to be utilizing Radio Shack again because they're into crypto. That's just mind-boggling to yeah, me. Yeah, so we were reading through all of their roadmap today. And I mean, they have a pretty compelling argument. It is. It's kind of funny. So they claim that their name recognition is so wide reaching that of the over 190 plus countries in the world, they are known in all of them. Wow. That's bold. <laughs> and um, they're also saying that they have sort of a grasp on marketing to CEOs of companies of big fortune companies that tend to be in the older age 
Um, 68, I think, is the average they were saying. And they feel like they can help bring them into the crypto space. Because that's the biggest issue right now is that the older generation has has ostensibly written off crypto because it's just, it's not for me, it's for millennials. It's, well, and it's risky. You know, right. So they don't see the the practical application with blockchain. And if you are a CEO, absolutely. What is, you know, if you have transaction ability with your, with cryptocurrency and just all of these things that, you know, we preach, but if you're somebody who's a CEO, who's making, you know, good money and you're really not trying to reimagine yourself like radio shack, <laughs> then you'll probably just do things the old way. So I think I honestly, I think it's a good idea on their part to just be like, to not waste the brand and just say, uh, we're, we're done, you know? Well, and they're, they're building upon some of these new technologies in, in DeFi, in blockchain that are moving forward very quickly. And so it's not just Radio Shack saying, we're going to jump into the game. No, it they're, isn't. They're making very strong partnerships. There's this company called Atlas USV, and their goal is to create this sort of treasury of crypto assets that then Radio Shack is planning to dip into as a means of facilitating crypto transactions, kind of like a, a, a broker. So they're they're creating in a DeFi way. They're creating a DeFi platform, but similar to like a Uniswap. Similar to Uniswap, yeah. Right. Yeah. Where if you want to trade Ether for one inch token or Uniswap coin for um band protocol or whatever. So explain how Uniswap works currently. Yeah. So Without getting too nitty gritty about it, Uniswap has to borrow assets from individuals in order to have liquidity or an available pool of funds. A bag that actually bag has things in yeah, it. Yeah, right, right. To facilitate trades. And there's a problem with that because they're borrowing this money. So they right. have to constantly be fighting for people to lend them money. So that they can facilitate these trades in an efficient and also cost-effective way. Yeah, you'll see that in your in your DeFi, CeFi platforms, your Nexo, your Celsius. They'll be like, "Hey, twenty-five dollar bonus if you you know put in a certain uh, a certain token or something or to that effect." So yeah. they're incentivizing you to let them borrow your money so that they can then lend it out. Yep, yep. And so what Radio Shack is saying is this: this Atlas company is essentially swapping their Atlas coin. They're saying, hey, we'll give you this if you give us money that actually has value. And hopefully this Atlas coin will have value in the future just by virtue of that. It's backed now by Ethereum. It's backed by Bitcoin, by whatever. And now they're building this, this pool of funds that can be drawn from to help facilitate transactions. The point is Radio Shack DeFi, Radio Shack <laughs> platform, crypto trading hub, whatever they're going to call it. They want to be the sort of the middleman, the DeFi middleman that facilitates these trades, cutting out um, the need to borrow liquidity, cutting out um, some of these inefficiencies that are going on in DeFi, um, and then taking those profits and just pouring it back into the investors, pouring it back into the treasury. So you would get for this this new Atlas coin or whatever, right? You would say, I'm going to trade my Ether for Atlas. I'm going to get it. I'm going to be incentivized to buy Atlas with my Ether by getting some sort of percentage off. So maybe you get 10% more Atlas coin with your Ether. Right. And then what you would do is you would take your Atlas coin. Stake it. And you would stake it on their platform. So now you're earning interest on your interest and you've been paid out 
your 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 initial interest immediately. You don't have to wait a, a time period. So it is kind of cool. Yeah, and then Radio Shack also hopes through their you know retail e-commerce cooperative. You know they've they're they're not just Radio Shack. They also have you know partnerships with um, uh, Pure One. Well, it's example. not a partnership. That's the company. Oh, they own Pure. Yes, correct. Well, so no, the so parent company. Correct. They have a parent. Sorry, the parent company owns Radio Shack, but also all these other companies. Yep. So Dress Barn. They have access to to e-commerce retail companies with a lot of money that right. could then embed some of that f- finance into Radio Shack platform, make their own coins, whatever, and continue to build this treasury and also value. Right. For users. Right. So instead of now we're going to have radio coin to be doing transactions instead of a high gas fee ERC 20. So if they have all of the assets at their disposal, then they can choose to make the transaction at whatever rate they want at versus being at the mercy of whatever the Ethereum gas fees are. Well, and I think one thing to point out is when we say they that gives this idea that Radio Shack is in full control. They are initially, but they're creating a decentralized democratic platform that, you know, owners of Radio Shack coin are going to be able to vote and decide, you know, the fees or how things are done, when payouts happen, that kind of thing. So it's not going to be like a Coinbase where Coinbase gets to decide. It's going to be more of a democratic Democratized, yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And the, the so they is us. <laughs> we are Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be their slogan, I think. I think it should be. Anyways, stay tuned for that. I don't. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I never thought I'd hear that name again. After you read, you know, twenty articles on it. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. That's the that's the roundup. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Let's take a look at these charts. I know you're scared, but let's take a look anyway. All right, let's take a look at Bitcoin. We are in the first week of the new year. Right now, we are right at almost 42,000. As you can see, for the last couple months, we've been trending downwards. Uh, There's a lot of red on the charts. Not fun, but 40,000 is a key support right now that we are sitting on. It has been tested multiple times. So we know that if that breaks, then 30 is probably likely. Um, probably a quick stop at 36 and then down to 30. Once again, if we pull out of this, like just look at how high we've gone, you know? So just like considering the larger chart, we're still way bullish. In fact, if we crash all the way down to 16 K, which is possible, we're still bullish. So think about that. We're just in a natural correction right now. Yes, the cycle is going to be a little bit longer than the last cycle. Once again, that's telling us that we're in a more healthy market, that more adoption, more interest, and more manipulation at the moment. But if you get caught up in that fear and you sell here and it doesn't go to 30, then you're going to feel bad about that. So hang tight. We got uh, a death cross. Looks like it's going to be printed pretty soon here. So I really do see 30 in the cards. I don't see below that, but it could happen. We do have a head and shoulders pattern here. This would be negative. If this head and shoulders pattern does continue, 
that's where we would end up seeing 16K. But if you look at this black pennant, that is a bullish structure, but probably won't complete until closer to the end of the year. So it's really just about waiting this out right now. Try not to overthink it. If we go down, we go down. We'll come back up. It's just going to take a little bit of time. Total market cap is rated about 1.96, so a little under two. Uh, once again, we're close to a support line here. We could come touch that and then head back up. I think we chop for a few more months and then we'll see probably end of second quarter, beginning of third quarter, more of that bullish momentum beginning again. All right, let's do our dollar cost averaging. First, we have Theta. Theta is at about $4 right now, close to the bottom of this bullish pennant. If we do get a breakout around $6, that could fly. Consider getting some Theta. Next, we have Chainlink. Chainlink's been doing pretty well. In fact, has kind of been beating the market, especially in this downturn. It's at $27.50-ish, and I think it's going to make a big move this year. Lastly, the sleeping giant, Bitcoin Cash, it's been beat up like crazy. 376 at last year's high, it was over 1600 So Bitcoin Cash is, is going to make some moves here pretty soon as well. well. That's it for the charts, gang. We are the Bit Bros. Remember, we are not licensed financial advisors. All content is intended for educational purposes only. Please do your own research and only risk what you're willing to lose. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in.